The night is young No, we're not done Party back at ours Everybody's welcome to the kick-offs You're welcome Welcome to One Hit Wonder A kick-ons mini-series Where Stephanie Moore That's me And Jason Parker That's me Take a look back at some of the biggest one-hit wonders of all time. This week, we're talking about a song that was a New Zealand first that perfectly captures the state of music in 1999 and that is still performed today by most of its original members. That band is True Bliss, New Zealand's first and only and most iconic girl band. One dream, one hit, one One hit wonder. <laughs> <laughs> one hit wonder. Um, Gorgeous. I have to tell you something. Please, I'm fragile. This might not help with your delicate condition. Okay, hit me. One hit me. I think I accidentally ate pork today. What? I I know. How? It's not confirmed. How? By false advertising by TJ Katsu. (gasps) Katsu. So, guys... I went on an excursion during the lunch hour today to buy tan and sunglasses for Welcome to Nowhere Festival that we're about to go to. Um, And we were going to bypass St. Pierre's on the way, Cuba Street St. Pierre's, the one that stinks all the time, you know, by Birmingham. Yeah, 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 yeah. It does. And do you know what? Okay. Cuba Street St. Pierre's, they do not know how to make me a vegetarian rice ball, which I asked for at the one on Willis Street, and they make it for me gladly yeah. and with with arms wide open. But I must say the staff are lovely. Gorgeous. That's really oh, friendly. so kind. I do enjoy the little seats in there too. Well, guess what? It's closed for four weeks for renovations. I know. I did so know had to go to TJ Katsu and waited in line, and we're like picking our things, and we're like, oh, should we get something deep fried? Let's do it. And there was the goiza only said veggie goiza. Yeah. But and I ate two, just thinking that it was fine. And then the third one I like took a bite and then took it out and looked in it and it looked like there was meat in there. And then a colleague confirmed that she did think it was probably meat. I've never eaten that goiza because um I can't see what's inside it. Yeah. So I always get scared. But I have always thought that it was veggie. It said veggie. It so does say veggie. I, I literally like, went there the other day. Maybe it was just like little soy bits, but. Felt porky. So I've written a one-hit wonder about it. Oh, my God. Sing it. <laughs> Sing it. Why you gotta lie to me? TJ Katsu. Pork. No. Pork, yes. <laughs> I'm so confused. Yeah. <laughs> so 
that was that my is story. a huge hit in Slovakia. Thank you so much. So welcome back to our one hit wonder mini series. Isn't it interesting to think about the fact that oh welcome back. Thank you so much. Um that this mini series could sound so different in different countries as well. Oh, like different song choices. Yeah. yeah. All over the world, like the one hit is different. Absolutely. Do you know what I also like is that like we're only doing six of these, but we could do more. Go we on might. And on and we on might and on. at one point. Like the hit that we are going to cover today is only a hit here. Absolutely. No one else in the whole here. world, everyone would be like, that's not a hit. Yeah. And that'd be wrong. They would be the pork in your gyoza wrong. <laughs> I think this is the first one hit wonder we've done as well that already features on our 2001 to 2008 playlist. Yeah. Shout out to Cakes by Anna. Do you think that people will actually think this is a one hit wonder? It's, it is, it is. To me it is. It is, it went platinum. <laughs> to go platinum. Yeah. And it deserves to go platinum. Absolutely. And they, as we'll get into later, didn't, they didn't follow it up. So it is a one hit wonder. Okay. And the song in question? Well, the song in question is a song, as I said earlier, by True Bliss. The song, Freedom. I don't, I was like, I was going to say it. track. Let me set the scene. Let me set the scene first before we do that. The year... Is 1999. Hold up. I have been saying the year is 1999. I've been starting that sentence so much over the last few weeks for no reason. None that you guys need to know about at all. (laughs) Couldn't guess. Don't. You had no idea why I would be saying the year is 1999. But fuck me. That just. And how many people are like. Oh, my God, I remember them. Every single one. Yeah, because every time I talk about the thing that we're not talking about, yeah. I'm like, do you remember True Bliss? And Or do you remember, like, when they were or doing the auditions round and yes. there were just people everywhere? Same. Same. But... But why? we don't know why we remember no, that. No, no. Yeah. It's just... And, like, you said recently that you remember them painting the house. Yeah, I do remember them painting the house. But I need to go back and watch it to confirm that that memory is real and not one of those phantom memories. Yeah, you've made it up. Yeah. You've made it up. Okay, wait, let's get back. Sorry. I was about to sit. What the really year is? What, the, what is the year? The year is 1999. <laughs> Bill Clinton is the president of the USA. The population of the world surpasses... <laughs> Six billion, and I'm remembering that off the top of my head because I just wrote the population of the world surpasses. <laughs> it does. <laughs> a new show premieres on Nickelodeon <gasps> about a sponge man who lives wow. in a pineapple under the sea. It's a huge year. And in little old New Zealand, at Santos Cafe on Ponsonby Road in Auckland. A man named Jonathan Dowling sat down with New Zealand music legend Peter Ehrlich and pitched an idea. What? <laughs> <laughs> that idea? <gasps> New Zealand's answer to the Spice Girls would be created for a new television show, Pop Stars. The audience would watch the lot, the failures, the shame, the tears, then the victory. Nowhere in the world had done it. Idol, X Factor didn't exist. 
It was a world first. Is there? Yeah, I had no idea. I'm clutching my cheeks right now in shock about all this and excitement. I'm Yay. so excited. So great segue for those not familiar with Ehrlich. He is New Zealand rock royalty mm. and was a founding member of the band The Dudes with Dave Dobbin. Pete was the manager the band appeared to have on the television show, but they were actually managed by Jonathan. Um, Dowling, IRL, Dowling. Yeah. And then later managed by Simon Grigg, who you may remember from our How Bizarre episode, who owned the label that put out How Bizarre. Whoa. Oh, my God. I know. I can't wait to chat about them a little bit more because, like, I know a little bit of the, the demise of True Bliss. Yes. But... I don't know. I don't know any of the names. So, yeah. I, like, one of them is a snake. And I don't know which one. Ooh. And I can't wait for it to pop out of the grass. I hope it does. <laughs> I don't know if I covered any snakes in the grass. Okay, so Pete um, told stuff in 2015. I immediately thought, knowing New Zealand, some people are going to love it and some people are going to hate it. I thought this was going to be great television. Unlike modern singing television shows, which are presented as singing contests with public votes, the original 1999 series of pop stars was presented as a documentary. It looked at the formation of a modern pop group from the auditions through to the first release single. There was no public vote. Um, The five group members were decided by a panel of music industry experts and the show aired for nine weeks on TVNZ's TV two, far out. <laughs> this all just sounds so familiar. I know it's so comforting to remember. Wow. It. So we were one in 1999. <laughs> no, we were a little bit old. We're we eight. were yeah, old enough to know. This was April 1999 as well. Oh, see then. So yeah. we are. We are old enough to be in the target market of yes. like hype around this yeah you know like Spice Girls they're it for us oh everything well I very vividly remember and I might have told this story before but True Bliss came on tour to Timaru and Abby who you know and Taylor and Ruby they all went to this like to it and another friend of theirs was involved, like, I think the uncle was the manager. So maybe it was Simon Grigg or Jonathan Dowling. And they went to meet, they got to meet them backstage and I was just green with envy. Yeah, I bet. And now you're just green with fake tan tan residue. Yeah. I've gone for a shade down, though. I think it's going to be good. For your mental health? And just, like, aesthetically. I'm going to do, like, way more layers. Yeah. But it feels (laughs) nice on. Okay, so... Obviously, TVNZ put the call out. They want people to audition, etc., yeah. etc. Et I wonder how they put the call out back, back in 1999. TV ad, surely, and yeah, the radio. it must have been. The Edge morning show with Jace, JJ, and Dom. Back in 1999? Yeah, it might have been. Well, Dom's been at the Edge for 20 years. <laughs> Friend of the pod, Dom. He follows us on Instagram. Does he? Yeah. Oh. Um, so 550 hopefuls auditioned, fewer than one in 100 would make the cut, and only five made the band. 
Who were those five band members? Wow, who are they? Joe Cotton. Star. With an E, J-O-E. Kerry Harper. Erica Tockart. Star. Carly Binding. And Megan Alatini. Star. <laughs> Wait, I missed one. Well, you didn't say anything to Kerry. Oh, star. I meant star. <laughs> I like, is that a read? No, not at all. There was only one read in there. Yeah. Jerry. No, yeah, Jerry. <laughs> Five normal Kiwis plucked from ex- obscurity and thrusted into instant overnight stardom. Erica and Joe hailed from the capital, and Aucklanders Carly, Kerry, and Megan were from Auckland. <laughs> Gorgeous. <laughs> uh, they would go on to become New Zealand's most iconic girl group, True Bliss. Now, there's not a heap in here about the show itself. Um, I couldn't really find anything. I could have watched videos, but you know. It was really, I've recently tried to go back and watch uh, Pop Stars, and I only <laughs> found yeah um, for the first episode, and I could only watch a little tiny bit of it where it was like them sitting in their lounges oh. um, getting the call that they oh, were going to be yes. on Pop Stars. So, and that's pretty much all I could find. But I had to go to this, like, vault website. So, I don't know. I yeah. just don't know. If but TVNZ On Demand. Like, yes. it would be the perfect time to, for them to put it, it back be. on. Yeah, that'd be so good. It would be so good. Oh, it would be terrible, but also great. I think it would be amazing so to they, rewatch. The girls all auditioned, I, like, how, we, how you imagine any contestant on a singing show to audition. Yeah. They then all moved into a house and maybe had to renovate the house. Yeah. They went to, like, singing lessons. They had... Dance. Yeah. Costume fitting. Record that. They were writing in the studio. Songs. Yeah. And then you would see them at home just kind of hanging out, getting to know each other, yeah. etc. And we saw it all the way, like, from the beginning right until the like, single making release. their music video. Yes. Um, so the debut single was Tonight. It debuted... Oh, sorry. The, de- the debut single was Tonight. Tonight's the night I'll make love till the end. And you may think that that's me and Steph singing right now, but if you listen to the music <laughs> video closely, it sounds exactly like that. Pre-auto-tune, Cheers Believe had not come out. (laughs) So auto-tune had not become, like, on every single hit. No. It was pre. I'm trying to think of how it starts. It's like... that's it. True bliss. Here we go. Drum machine. Whoa, we are getting so high kick this episode for you guys. <laughs> I should probably stop it now. I don't know how long we can play that for. But it's had 64,000 listens on Spotify. And all of them are Cakes by Anna and her followers. <laughs> <laughs> so the song debuted at number one on the New Zealand singles chart and it remained in the top 40 for 10 weeks. Wow. It was certified platinum um, and was written and produced by Silver Scroll winning songwriter Anthony Iosa and that was especially written for the show. Interesting. I 
thought for some reason that they wrote the song themselves, but that maybe was what was perceived. Yeah, i.e., Peter Ehrlich being the manager. Yeah, potentially. I do because you but listen maybe to maybe they had input. Well, yeah, I mean. Every, Justin Bieber has input on all his songs, right? <laughs> it's like, no, thank you. Um, no, because the Spice Girls, they did write a lot of their music. So I think that I'm getting those confused because I listened to that podcast with Mel C that you told me to listen to about oh. them writing um, their songs. And that was super interesting. Yeah, yeah. I know because it's a part of like their history I'd never really yeah. thought about. Um, so the single... Back when you could buy singles as yes. CDs, included a karaoke version of the song. Oh, bring that back. I know. And a cover of the 1992 Kylie Minogue song, Closer. Um, the song was also the opening track on True Bliss's debut album, Dream, which peaked at number one and was also certified platinum. Um, it's crazy what literally one song can do for people, eh? Absolutely. But we will get into later how it was not the glitz and glamour that it looked to be. So, uh, number one was the follow-up to Tonight, um, that we got to number 12 in the charts, uh, and in September of 1999, a cover of the George Michael penned Freedom was released but failed to chart. But I remember Freedom so much. I don't remember whatever at number one. I remember Freedom and I had no idea it was a... It's this, I don't yeah. want your freedom. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if that was a cover. Yeah, definitely as a cover. Failed to chart. Failed to chart. So then Columbia, the record company, discussed a follow-up album... Um, uh, to dream in 1999, but it was never recorded. Now get this. This is what I gasped at earlier. I don't know if you caught it while we were like chit chatting, and I was like, "Oh my god!" The planned first single of the next album that never happened, "We Kissed," was written by Carly Binding, who then left the band in early 2000, citing personal differences. She since went on to record a string of hits including We Kissed as a solo single. Do you know the backstory for this? No. Okay, sit down. (laughs) So um, the girls were all touring this album Dream and they were making absolutely nothing. And, like, at one point um, I've watched these interviews with Anika Moore, which are on YouTube, and you should go back and watch them because they're so interesting. I think they're also on on demand. Yeah. We'll link them in the show notes. So interesting. All the girls from True Bliss except Carly Binding and Anika Moore. And so Anika Moore's talking to Joe Cotton about, um, like, what happened. And Joe is literally like, we were getting paid nothing. We were touring nonstop and, like, so they had no money so much that one night Joe had to, like, call her mum and be like, yo, I need your credit card details because we're hungry. Yeah, I do have that quote written down. Oh That's God. crazy, yeah. Yeah, and then um, so all the girls got together and they were going to um, go to the manager. And That's the, Simon the snake. Greg, I, I don't guess. know which. Yeah, I guess it was Greg, but I'm mm. not sure who it was. Yeah. And um, they went to the manager to talk it out. Carly never showed up, and Carly had already cut another deal with Greg to release her to be the star, and Greg had gone behind their back 
taken Allegedly Carly, Greg. Allegedly <laughs> Greg. Yes. Yeah, may or may not be Greg. Yeah. <laughs> um, had gone behind their back, taken Carly and said, you're the real star. I'm going to make you a star. And then she went off without them and they have not reconciled to this day. Wow. That is crazy. Crazy. And we had no idea. No idea. Why was Women's Day not covering this? Because they don't give real stories. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so back to when um, Carly's still there. Um, the girls, they signed, uh, after the show was done, the album was out, they signed sponsorship deals with Pepsi mm-hmm. and Burger King. Mm-hmm. Um, they went on the number one tour across 17 towns nationwide. Demand for tickets to the shows was so strong that matinee performances were put on in most venues. <laughs> um, they, we used to love a matinee in the kick-ons household. Uh, they infamously sung the national anthem at a Bledisloe Cup match yes. and were mobbed by fans wherever they went. Unfortunately, however, it didn't last. The creator of Pop Stars, Jonathan Dowling, remember that name, licensed the series concept to a production company in Australia who then sold it uh, to another production company in Germany and then it went worldwide. Yeah. The series format was sold to 50 countries internationally and produced bands such as Bardo, Hearsay, Liberty X and Girls Aloud. Incredible. I so the girls from True Bliss, do you know this? Say that when the rights were sold, that was when it was like all over for them. Yeah, but they was they were told that they were gonna be international stars. And so they were told that it wasn't the rights to the show that was gonna be sold, it was their show that was gonna be sold to the rest of the world. Like so Pop Stars New Zealand oh. was gonna be sold around the world and people around the world were gonna watch True Bliss being formed. That's how they were sold at. But that is so actually what sad. happened was the the idea of the show got sold to make Bardo and um hearsay. Whoa. Wild day. Eh? We've got to get one of them on. Yeah, we All will. of them on. I know. We need to buy more mics. Not Carly. <laughs> no, not Carly. But we could have Carly on at some point. Remember our first episode of Kick Ons, our hangover was whatever happened to Carly Binding. <laughs> yes. And now we are here a year on. I know. It's nearly our first birthday. And we know what happened to Carly Binding. She fucked us over. Um. Yeah, so I've got that quote about uh, calling the mum to get the credit card details. She said that um, her and the other members were only getting paid $25 a day. Yeah. She said people assume that if you do a TV show and a tour and an album, suddenly you're rich, but certainly it was not that way in New Zealand. A lot of the time we didn't have enough money to pay for food or rent. And a little more than a year after they started, in 1999, the band broke up. Unsustainable. I know. But the amazing thing is that in the years since, the girls have um, reformed. So Megan, Joe, Kerry, and Erica. Stars. All stars. So they reformed in 2012 to sing and release a single um, for the, to raise money for the New Zealand Cancer Foundation, Child Cancer Foundation. Um, they've sung at netball games and they have also, um, even in recent years, they're doing sort of corporate gigs around Auckland. How cool would that be? So great. <gasps> we could get them for our 30th. Do you reckon they'd travel? Yeah. Or I like reckon. a zoom in just to... It only costs $25 per day. <laughs> 
bargain. Bargain. So there is a little bit here about what happened next to each girl. Megan, who was Megan Cassie at the time, married in all black. Peter Alatini, she then went on to do quite a few little TV appearances. Um, She was a judge on New Zealand Idol at one stage. She was also in The Tribe, which was a great TV show. I would also love TVNZ to bring that back. Although it might have been TV3, I'm sure. Um, they she also competed on the third season of Dancing with the Stars and oh finished in a controversial sorry, controversial second place. Um, she also sings with her sisters. She's a great follow on Instagram, I must say. Um, Carly Binding had a reasonably successful music career. She scored six top 40 hits. Um, and she also dated Matthew Ridge. Is that a success? I don't think so. Um, <laughs> Joe Cotton won Pop's Ultimate Star in 2007, which we need to Google. I remember that. Um, the show showcased winners of various Kiwi singing contests over recent years. I think I do in the back of my head remember that somewhere. And Joe won it? Yeah. Oh, she deserves jo it. Joe is an, um, like, she is an amazing singer. Yeah, she is. Um, She's also been in, like, she's a radio host. She was on Celebrity Treasure Island, New Zealand, Great New Zealand Spelling Bee, all yeah. that kind of stuff. So, Joe Cotton, she's a, she's a New Zealand treasure. She is a New Zealand she treasure. Is. I w- hope she's well. Erica Tokarch, now this took me to a place that I had forgotten about. Erica Tokarch hosted the weekly Coke RTR Top 20 from 2000 to 2003. Yeah. I know, but I'd like kind of forgotten. Whoa. Or I'd at least forgotten that the name was Coke RTR. Yeah. Great. It literally was like, that is how we knew what the hottest songs were. Yeah, either that or like the Edge Top 20 or whatever Erica Tokarch, though, she knew it was the... Combination of all the radio stations, everything yeah. was in the Coke RTR Erica Tokarch. True, Tokarch. and it was probably more like um, reflective. And there was music videos. Yeah, music videos and reflective of like the charts yes. rather than just votes. Yeah. So she also did some commercials for Video Easy, RIP. Video Easy, movies guaranteed. Get them first time or get them free. Video Easy, the choice is easy. That's was sung by Erica. Wonder. Yeah, that was a hit. <laughs> Kerry it? sort of kept the lowest profile post True Bliss, although she had a song um, that was produced by Schaefer called Atmosphere, but it was never released. Um, she's been on different shows around the place, Christmas in the Park, and she also competed on... <laughs> What? She also competed in Pop's Ultimate Star, but was the first contestant to be eliminated. Uh, which, like, someone's got to be the pork yeah, chop, good right? Try. So, look, that's really all I have on True Bliss. I think it was such a formative moment in New Zealand. Like, it was one huge. year of just like absolute nothing. Yeah. It, like, started from nothing to insane highs. Yeah. And then nothing again. Yeah, which I just think would be so hard to deal with. I think that they were sold a lot of um, lies. Yeah. So if anyone out there is thinking about entering a a TVNZ reality competition singing show, 
Don't do it. Watch out. Watch out. <laughs> it's going to be so interesting to see how this reinvention of pop stars is. Like, are they going to be putting together a band again? Oh, how's it going to work? Are the girls going to be there? Will True Bliss be there? Honestly, if the girls aren't there, it would be a crime. It would like, be a crime. The people in charge, I don't know who they are. No. Definitely not. I don't know who the people are in charge. I don't have email addresses. I don't know who Gabe is. <laughs> Gabe. <laughs> um, would be silly to not have all five members okay but they have only four members and then <gasps> they bring in carly yes oh my god bring in carly and then and matthew ridge together yeah exes. oh my god it's just way <laughs> too many oh it's x on the beach <laughs> yeah. pop stars and then the show about singers from other reality shows yes Wild, wild. People wouldn't know who the girls were. They'd be like, I know. Are you here to do my washing? They'd be like, I didn't tell anyone. Do you have $25? Do you have $25? (laughs) I'll do anything for $25. Yeah. So, look, guys, that wraps up our one hit wonder for this week. We've got one more coming at you, one hot bop. It's a good one. And the controversy today is high. The controversy next week is higher. Controversy me <laughs> where I stand. I think at the end of this series, if we go through and like cherry pick out all the singing yeah. and create us a, a bop. bop. Hear that, Maddie? Yeah. That's on you. Produce us. Um then I think we've got something. We've just got something. Same. Something new. And also, can I just say that Jessica Reeves, wherever you are, this is the episode that we were recording while you were at our house in the other room. Just wanted everyone to know. Where you politely declined I to know. jump on mic. So rude of her. We get it. You just want your freedom. Boy, all I want right now is you. Follow us on Kick On's Pod at Kick On's Pod. Yeah. Um, Tell us what you're thinking of the episode. Send us a one hit wonder you'd like to learn more about. (laughs) (laughs) And then we'll ignore it. (laughs) No, we won't. No, we reply to all our DMs. Do we? Except like the ones that are like, want to become an influencer? And I'm like, don't need to become one, bitch. I am one. Oh, (laughs) that's so influential. That was influenza. Oh. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>